another episode of Baby Steps Reads the Bible where every day as God gives us the utterance and the revelation we will be diving into different topics and different scriptures in the Bible basically um, like I said in my first episode I intend to grow in my spiritual life this year and one of the ways one of the most important ways we can do that is by reading the bible every day and praying so i created this podcast in case anyone wants to basically join me on the journey of reading my bible every day and discussing with me what was learned in our bible study or in my personal bible study um the main reason why i'm doing this podcast is just to constantly remind me of me to pray and read my bible every day so that in the evening such as this time i can come and reflect on what i learned in my private time with the holy spirit and save, save it as a reminder to myself maybe down the line when i listen to my my recordings and uh, remind myself of what i've learned and how far i have grown so that's the intention and um hope anyone listening will also join me in this journey and also send their bible scriptures what they're reading and then so it becomes a two-way conversation hopefully that'll be down tonight so um today we i continued on the story of joseph which i've been reading for the past couple of days and today i was reading Genesis 41. So, um, as a recap for myself and anybody that is reading and listening, um, we've come through the process of Joseph being sold by his brothers. We've come through the process where we've come to a, a situation now where Joseph is in the king's palace and where he, he moved from being his father's favorite child to becoming a slave in Potiphar's house because his brother sold him due to envy and jealousy and then he moved from there to he being highly favored even though he was a servant in Potiphar's house then we now moved to discussing about he being seduced or an attempt to seduce him by Potiphar's wife and how the lessons that I could gain from that now we are in part two where he was sent to pharaoh's special prison where any enemy that pharaoh has he sends them there <laughs> so and because pot- because of the ranking that potiphar was in he was able to send joseph there because he was a, a highly ranked officer in pharaoh's cabinet if we are to use modern day analogies so any enemy of pharaoh goes to the prison and by extension any enemy of potiphar goes to the prison as well so joseph moved from potiphar's favorite servant to becoming an enemy and then he moved into pharaoh's special prison so while there um i noticed that god was with him and god was with him even from the from the beginning really of the story and to where he is now but another thing that really struck me on the life of joseph like i think i've spoken a bit was how 
when we are given a vision from God, one would expect, or I would expect maybe, that if God tells me something that, oh, he's going to do this, he's going to do that, I would expect that it's going to come ASAP, like almost immediately. And through the life of Joseph, we've seen that God can give um, a vision or a plan for our life. And at the end of the day, it doesn't manifest or doesn't come through to years down the line. So, um, I don't know how true this is, but I'm picturing a very young man, Joseph, maybe in his teenage years or an early adult. Let's say let's give him at the age of 21, basically. And he just is told by God that he's going to be a very important person. And with, in my view, youthful exuberance. Like, I mean, if God gives me that kind of vision and dreams and plans that, oh, I'm going to be a high-ranked person that even my parents are going to bow down before me, <laughs> I would obviously tell them. So I really don't blame Joseph for doing that because you really can't trust your family with anything nobody else in the world I believe you can trust and he told his family and the reaction he got wasn't what he expected but he didn't know the depth of envy that his brothers had towards him and how that grew to the point that they either wanted to kill him the only options they had was to kill him or to sell him off and he chose through to due to God's favor and um, upon his life they didn't kill him they sold him so I'm picturing a 21, 18 to 21 year old man. I could be wrong, but that's the age my mind is picturing Joseph. And he goes through a series of horrible things that I don't think any young adult will want to go through. From having your own room to having your own bathroom or your own. Basically, he was a baby of a family. And then from that comfort and luxury to slave in those days i don't think it's like what <laughs> you, you see on in the news where okay servants are given rights and privileges being a slave was, was a brutal experience and even though god was with him it's not an experience that he would have won i mean if he had an option of picking being in his father's home and being a slave in Potiphar's home i definitely know that he would pick being in his father's home so a young man spending years and years of his life in prison due to something that he didn't do and for the first time I see um, Joseph making a comment about that because throughout the Bible in his life he didn't really make it it gave us it, it seemed like he was cool with it okay he's just trusting God God will make it at the end of the day but it wasn't verse in chapter 40 when he translated the story um the dream of the cupbearer and it gave me a glimpse onto the into the mind of Joseph at that time where he was like I didn't do anything for me to be here. I I don't know why I'm here. Like I don't understand why I'm being punished for something I didn't do. Like it's um what um chapter forty verse fifteen and he was like saying for I was kidnapped from my homeland and loved and now I'm here in prison for I did nothing to deserve it so it shows that even though he was trusting in the process and trusting in God 
still didn't understand why he had to go through them. He didn't, because like I said in my, um, my, I wrote in my Bible journal, even though we are reading his life, we know, okay, at the end of the day, it will end in praise for him. He would turn out to be this great ruler, this great um, second in command to Pharaoh. But he didn't know that when he was going through all these trials or tribulations, he didn't know that the dream that he had was going to manifest in this way, in this um, process. And I think if maybe God had told him that okay, he has to go through numerous and numerous of jail terms for crimes he didn't commit to become the prime minister's second in command, I'm really sure that he would have exchanged that dream for just being in his father's house, like just being okay. going to happen and everything he just knew that he had to trust in god through the process and his story basically has shown me that it's not every time that god would actually tell you this is what i want to do this is where i'm going to take you to sometimes like he's written that oh god is the alpha and the omega he knows the beginning and the end we are not alpha neither are we omega so we don't know the beginning nor do we know the end we just have to trust in the god that knows the beginning as a lesson and imbibing and trying as much as possible to imbibe in from the life of Joseph that even though we don't know how to end we have to trust in God and it's not easy I mean even Joseph complained that I don't know why and I don't deserve to be here and I many times I've asked myself and I've said that I don't deserve this I don't deserve this problem I'm going through I don't deserve this rejection I'm going through I don't deserve this situations that are just not going well for me <laughs> but the life of Joseph shows that even though we don't deserve it we still have to trust in God and if God only gives us things that we deserve what then is our need to trust in him or if we only go through things that we deserve what then how, how then can we trust in him to see us through everything that we need to go through to become better people and we come to the when I say the climax of Joseph's story which is Pharaoh's dreams and in in verse 40 he interpreted the cup of dream and he was like guy when you get to the king's um, the king's throne and you get back to the palace remember me like he was doing the networking like remember me I helped you don't I don't deserve to be here, so don't think I'm a criminal that is serving any jail time. I'm, I'm, I'm an innocent person in prison for something I did not do. So don't think I, I must have deserved it or anything. Mm-mm. Help me when you get there. When you, you know, I'm your guy. That kind of vibe. So, as human beings are, the cup bearer did not remember him. And the Bible starts with like two full years. Like so that we know that it's not one and a half years after 
or one year six months or one year eight months or one year ten months it's two full years 24 months after he spoke to the copywriter ah you you get back there remember mary or g pharaoh dreamt and pharaoh's dream i won't even lie even though that we, we can see the interpretation after i don't even think anybody would understand what that guy dream, dreamt about it if i had that kind of thing i would just wake up and start casting and binding but he had a dream and we all know what the dream is about three seven fast cows 17 cows 17 cows swallowing the seven fast cows and seven um trees or did i say grains beautiful and everything having then on the opposite hand um 17 trees 17 grains swallowing the seven big plumpy grains and then pharaoh woke up very disturbed obviously like what kind of dream is this and he spoke to his mag- magicians wise men and was like ah, this is the kind of dream i had what what says thou and the bible now says in verse 9 that finally <laughs> the king's cupbearer spoke up today i have been reminded of my failure some time ago blah 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 you were angry with me and you threw me inside this dungeon and this guy came and interpreted my dream. I had a dream. I and my other guy had a dream. And he interpreted mine and the other baker. And what he interpreted for the two of us came through. You replaced, you killed the baker, you restored me to be the copierer. And um, this guy would basically doing what Joseph had told him to do. Immediately he gets back into the palace. So, um, they sent for Joseph, they shaved him, do all the things that you need to do. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you'll be like, looking like a horrible person. Like, I mean, how prisoners really look? Lots of hair, lots of beards, all that kind of stuff. So they really took care of him and they brought him into the palace. And Pharaoh told him his dream, he interpreted his dream. And then, gave him, um, Joseph gave him suggestion, ah, this is what's going to happen so I would advise you to, you know, get some intelligent men to like oversee this, this so that your people do not perish. So although I stopped in verse 37, because I haven't really finished it, some of the things that came up to me, like some of the lessons I learned during this Bible verse um, ch- chapter is one, do not trust in human beings. There's something that my my spiritual father if i can call him that says that yes god would use men to help you but at the end of the day it's god to men to you so if you try to break that cycle of okay you to men it never works out and in a way we try and see that in what joseph was trying to do i'm not saying that he didn't trust in god but he was like what normal human beings would do that this is you're going to a position of power remember me when you get there it wasn't anything fancy it wasn't anything big but it just shows that sometimes even our um even our human nature gets the best of us we're like okay i see an opportunity that my 
blue i still have a tint and i blue some more let me just you know put your hair here and just put it and see if it works out well but at the end of the day it's god through man to you like if god wants to bless you yes you can bring money from the fish but at the end of the day god uses his human agents to bless you and ultimately for us to get those things we need to still trust in god to pick how he will do it it won't perform how he will do it let's just think that okay the copier gets into i was just thinking like okay let's see let's see the copier actually remembered joseph when he got there and he was like okay this oh king when i was in prison this is guy i had a dream interpreted it and he was a good guy he doesn't deserve to be there you know narrates his whole story i was just thinking that what would have been pharaoh's reaction two things pharaoh would have been uh, that's matters for the civilians it's not my business that's one two the highest pharaoh would have done if the copier had poached him and spoken to him on joseph's behalf would have been to pardon joseph and the max that would have happened is okay you release joseph and he either goes back home or he stays in egypt to try and make a life for himself as a free man i don't think that there would have been any incentive whatsoever for pharaoh to have promoted him from a prisoner to his second in command like it's not like <laughs> how it is here in this modern world where okay, if, an, if there's an opening you just put your person there or just you know oh just stay here and start working there the king's law was final and there has to be a reason like it was impressed the king the king really like you to be able to put you in such a high position of power much less a foreigner because joseph was a foreigner he's an Hebrew boy so it's not like he was an egyptian or something that the king would say okay based on as by your citizen of the country so i was just wondering okay if that route had actually opened and kobia had done what he promised to do joseph would just have been pardoned and gone home most likely because he didn't look like someone that would want to stay in a land that he wasn't supposed to be in in the first place and he would have gone home and met his brothers and maybe they would have been so angry they would have killed him or he would have told his father and his father would have been so pissed off and disowned dis- um, them or something we just would have the story won't have ended the way it was supposed to end that's just my that's what i just concluded at the end of the day like if he had gone down that path he would have gone home and returned back to tending his father's flock and then famine would have hit him and his family and they would have had nowhere to go because if, uh, if they had gone to egypt there would not be any incentive for the egyptians to help them they being hebrews so at the end of it even though it just reminded me again that at the end of the day even though god's will seems very to be honest tedious and painful most times there's a bigger picture that we won't see until we actually get there and it reminded me that sometimes you just have to trust that the bigger picture is worth all the pain and the problems that i'm going through that's just one thing i've realized i'm realizing that god is a god of big pictures yes he can he's concerned about the small pictures as well but for us for our own good the big picture which includes not just ourselves but our loved ones our family even 
generation yet on one because Joseph getting to the second in command not only helped his family, his immediate brothers and father and everything, he helped his children yet on one leg. Their children's children were able to have food, even though he let them be in a prison later on. But their children's children had food. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't go through any famine or scarcity or anything because Joseph was there. So if he had gone through that route, we have gone home. If he had gone through the initial route of the copy approach and referencing for him, basically, he would have gone through the route of being pardoned, either staying in Egypt, which I highly doubt, or going back home. And his destiny, which involved him being bound down to, could not have come. So the dream would have been truncated and his brothers would have laughed at him so much like oh eh, what we did happened and came to pass like where is the dream now and then i think that's ultimately would have been the most painful thing because his brothers would have laughed at him like, oh okay you said you're going to bow down to you where's the where's the crown where's the you know everything you didn't we didn't bow down to you and nothing happened so um another thing that came up well, another lesson I learned was at the end of the day, it's God that causes people to remember us. Because another thing, the copier could have genuinely forgotten about Joseph. Like, genuinely forgotten and moved on. And they would have searched all over Egypt. Searched even the outskirts of Egypt, looking for someone who can interpret. Maybe, maybe another person would have remembered Joseph. Maybe another person in the prison. Oh, okay. But the, the reference, the power of the reference would not have been as strong because this copier was the king's vulnerable hand he's the one the copier in those days is someone that if there's the poison that wants to come to the king they are the ones that they take the first point of call they are the ones that drink the food before the king eats it drinks it and they're the ones that eat the food before the king eats it so he's like <laughs> he has the king's life in his arms basically so if he wants to poison the king can just and the food is okay and then the king drinks it trusting him then king dies. So the copier could genuinely have forgotten about Joseph and nothing would have happened. Joseph could not come and fight him and say, oh, Why did you forget about me? Blah, 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 blah. Nothing would have happened. I believe that it's God that made the copier forget about him. And I believe that it's ultimately God that reminded the copier about Joseph at each appointed time. Again, this buttresses what um, my spiritual father says like, God is the father of all spirits. He, every spirit, good, bad, ugly. God is the father of all spirits, and He's the one that just swings it or controls them according to His will. So, if it was God's will to let the copy remember Joseph before the two full years ended, the copy would have. But the appointed time when Pharaoh had the exact dream that needed Joseph's expertise, the copy remembered Joseph. So, again, reminded me that if I'm, to, if I'm praying for like my destiny helper or someone to help me. I need to go back to the father of all spirits the god who owns their life who has their mind and their hearts in his arms and last thing i two things i also last two lessons i gained from this was when pharaoh asked joseph that oh i have um I had a dream last night, verse 15. I had a dream last night and no one here can tell me what it means. 
but I have heard that you that when you hear about a dream you can interpret it then in verse 16 he says it's beyond my power to do this Joseph replied but God can tell you what it means and set you at ease throughout Joseph's story every time he's confronted or asked about something either his expertise or whatever he always ascribes the skill the power to do this the power to do that back to God and he shows the man of certain consistency and a genuine fear and respect and love for God <laughs> despite what he was going through I mean this was the guy in prison <laughs> but he can't make him commit it's like one of the worst things that can happen to a human being you know that you're in prison you know you're locked up for something that you didn't do and there's no visible way of escape when we see it happening here in the real world you get really pissed off and angry like what's happening why would somebody be in jail for 40 something years for a crime you didn't commit just because this person should sue the stage sue the government no reward can compensate the years he lost and honestly no reward can but even when he was going through all this he was still saying but God can tell you what it means it's beyond my power this would have been for normal worldly people or worldly um, people basically this would have been time to shine like your CV is being read out I heard you can do this like oh yeah prove it and <laughs> normal friends a worldly person be like or I won't say a worldly person but a person that has street sense or something or claims to have street sense be like ah yes so I did this for the cup bearer I did this for the baker and what I said came through I did this for this person I did this for if I have been doing this for the past how many years since I was in a small but I had a dream that I would have this my family would you know, this would have been a time to shine <laughs> this would have been a time to shine like right raped out everything he has done the dreams have been interpreted who everything but he just said no I can't do this this is beyond my expertise and my skill set but God can and he will give you peace he will set you at ease so again I'm reminded Joseph basically for me I might be wrong and I still have to do a lot of study about the life of Joseph but from what I've learned so far what I've learned so far is that Joseph is like the embodiment of trusting in God when it doesn't make sense when the pathway doesn't make sense when the pathway is filled is filled rather of tons and ups and downs more downs than even ups because I, I can't see any ups that so we enjoyed during this journey but still ascribing everything to god it's god that made me get like made me get here it's god that gave me this gift it's god that gave me that gift it's god that gave me the intellect it's god that did this and god that did that literally his statements all through even when he was seduced by potiphar's wife like, how can i do this against god then your husband like how can i do this against god he really yes he respected potiphar but the first person that came to mind was how can i do this against god how can i sin against god in this way <laughs> so anyways i'm thinking i'm making a lot of time but that's one thing and the last thing again to portrays how humble joseph was was how when he had inter- interpreted the dream to pharaoh and he was trying to advise Pharaoh that okay, 
this is what you should do, blah blah. He didn't puff himself up. He didn't say, ah, since I'm the one that interpreted your dream for you, you need to make me the head of this. I have the experience. I didn't say that to him, but like, I can do this, I can do that. He didn't put himself forward, honestly. He didn't do that. And then finally, 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 <laughs> when he had interpreted everything, he didn't ask Pharaoh to release him. Like he didn't. I read, I went through the Bible verses, and there was no way he was like, Oh, Pharaoh, I've been put here in prison forcefully. I need you to help me release. I need your release, basically. But he didn't even use it, he didn't even hold Pharaoh to ransom that. Okay, I'm going to interpret your dream, but after you must release me. Do any of that, <laughs> and it's I was literally it's something that crossed my mind. I was like, he didn't even mention that oh, he needed to be released from the prison, he just said, God is the one that can give you the interpretation, and this is it according to God's plan. This, this, this will happen. He didn't, afterwards, when Pharaoh was deliberating on what to do or not to do, he didn't say, Okay, now that I've done your honor, yeah, do my own kind of vibe. <laughs> so he was literally in front of the person who could make a difference in his life. But he still trusted again in God that okay, if God's will for him is to leave, somehow God will make it happen. <sighs> so Joseph's life really is is a lot of lessons on trust. Trust, 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 trust. And I still have like verse 42. Um yeah, all the way to 50 to read and them more but so far i am challenged basically that will i be able to trust in god if i'm in prison in a, for a crime in a foreign country in for a crime i did not commit will i be able to trust that god's plan would be still involved in that situation for my life <laughs> i don't know if i would but will i still be able to even trust in god when friends and family betray me in the highest possible way i still pl- trust in god that it's part of his big plan for my life i don't know <laughs> but yeah so those are the things i've learned so far and i hope it blesses you and i hope that you share also what god has taught you through the life of joseph even if you're not reading it right now but if you've read it before what has god shown you or taught you through the life of Joseph that you are planning on implementing in your life or you have implemented in your life that has worked. Um, thank you very much for joining this podcast and listening to what I've learned and my rambling. <laughs> and I hope that you've been blessed as I have been blessed reading the story and learning from Joseph. And by God's grace, I would see you tomorrow as we dive continue to dive into the word learning one baby step at a time